0: guys, we're going to have a great episode today. Before we get into that, I want to thank you guys, the listeners, for all the support that you get. I want to remind you that you can reach out to me on Instagram. If you don't follow, follow it at Outdoors. Uh, feel free to send me a DM. I love uh, corresponding with you guys about your hunts and any questions that you might have. Uh, we're going to have a great episode. I also want to thank uh, the sponsors of this podcast. I want to thank gohunt.com Cody Nelson, my friend of 20 plus years. He's the glassing guru, the optics authority. He's the optics manager over there at GoHunt.com at the gear shop. Uh, You can reach out directly uh, for info or for sales at 702-847-8747. You can also email him at optics at GoHunt.com. He also uh, gets texts from uh, my listeners at on his cell phone, 602-399-3699. Feel free to send him a text if you're looking for a certain tripod or binocular or spotting scope or rifle scope, anything to do with optics. Uh, give Cody Nelson a call or a text. I want to thank GoHunt.com also and remind you guys that the GoHunt maps, the mobile app um, mapping apps, are now available on iTunes and Android. Uh, They have real 3D. Um, It's awesome, awesome 3D mapping on these mobile apps. Uh, You can get a free trial, a seven-day free trial, by going to gohunt.com forward slash jscott. You can also check in the show notes. I'll have it linked up. You get a seven-day free trial that gives you access to everything in the Insider as well as uh, g- let you look at the, the mapping apps uh, both on the desktop and on your phone. Uh, you can also sign up uh, by going to GoHunt.com and just use J. Scott and that's going to save you $50. Uh, you're actually going to get a Go Hunt gift card, $50 Hunt gift card when you sign up. So go check it out also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's the gear that I wear on all of my hunts. Go to K-U-I-U, to order the gear right there that are direct-to-consumer model. Uh, So that's the only place you can get the gear, as well as Phonescope.com. Use the JSCOT21 promo code, and you're going to get a 10% discount. Uh, Guys, let's get right to this episode, and again, thanks for listening guys welcome to the j scott outdoors podcast today we've got jason bond of bond trophy outfitters um jason how you doing doing great thanks jay yeah i'm excited to have you on here we've got a deadline coming up the 14th of june and talking mainly arizona um deer and sheep on, on this application uh draw period and i wanted to get your take uh on the units that you like to hunt and what you're seeing and kind of get a forecast from you so uh what are we looking like out there um in your units well you know
1: i I think like everybody in arizona probably knows we're pretty dang dry right now Mm -hmm. um they're up on the strip there's some spotty stuff that has really good looking feed 13a and 13b but for the overall most of it i mean it's just gonna be another drought year i mean that's there's going to be some big bucks like always. Um, but it's just not going to be a stellar year. Um, I was just looking at some of the moisture contents and 2022, we, you know, this winter we recorded 56 inches of snow. Normally we're at 90, 91 inches, 2021, we had 93 inches and we know what 2021 produced. Um, so I'm expecting pretty much the same results as 2021. Uh, you know, we did have a great monsoon last summer uh, that, that you know, the deer looking healthy still. I just, I, I just, you know, it's a guessing game at this point for another four to five weeks. But uh, there's going to be some good deer, but there's going to be, it's going to be a year like 2021. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I, I just, uh, anybody with a lot of points minus non-residents with 90-something people left with max points, I think you uh, probably ought to sit out as a resident.
0: Um, Do you think the Kaibab is as affected as the strip um, in drought like this? Not at all. Um, You know, it never has been. Yeah, it's not near as good as it could be with a great
1: year, but um, moisture-wise, you know, the Kaibab is just high. The storms pile around there and produce moisture. Um, 12B doesn't have a lot of feed in it right now, but there's no deer in 12B either. Well, the Puria has some deer in it, but... The majority of deer are going to migrate there, so right now they're not feeding in those units, but the 12A A West, 12A East, um, you know, the feed's fine up on top. 12A East doesn't look near as good as 12, 12A West.
0: Talk about the, so, f- the big fire that they had there uh, in 12A West and how that has matured and how you think that that, you know, will play into this season
1: yeah i'm excited i'm excited to hunt it i didn't hunt it last year um i had some big bucks in other places that that i ended up hunting so um you know i try to stay out of the worm fire but that mangum fire that started i believe was two years ago now um you know there was deer in it last year uh the feed wasn't that great in it i'm expecting better feed this year uh next year even better feed and the year after even better feed but, uh, it's really spread a lot of people out. Um, those deer were on the fringes of it last year, kind of in and out of it, uh, like they are in a worm fire. But, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think that's going to open up that early hunt a lot better. Um, the late hunt, those deer like to hang out in that stuff too. So, um, there's always the opportunity for somebody on a late hunt that wants to get away from people to stay up on top.
0: Do you think, um, People that are really chasing after the strip, I mean, do you, I'm you, you field calls all the time about people that are, you know, going yep. back and forth of, should I just stop chasing the strip and should I go with the kebab? Well, how do you answer that question? You know, it really depends on their points, their age, you know,
1: non-resident, resident. Um, there's a lot to play into that in, in answering that question rather than, a say, a blanket answer um it's it's pretty tough uh you know non residents with maximum points they're in a pickle uh that's that's a tough one for them so i i would say non residents with max points and even one less than max probably ought to start considering 12A West 12B West uh 13A 13B opening their choices up a little bit it's It's tough to sit back on, on the strip. I'm not too excited about the strip. I I will be in about three to five years. Um, I think that's when the strip's going to come back and we're going to have some good times on the strip.
0: Why do you think that?
1: Um, you know, we, we're right now probably in a three year drought, I would say, you know, 2020, when I killed my big buck up there with my bow, um, was a tough year. 2021 obviously a tough year i think 2022 is going to be a tough year there's a lot of bucks that are getting kind of not looked at that have the potential um and those bucks are going to be hitting that six seven eight year old range here in three to five years and hopefully we get some oyster um cameras are going to play into that a little bit i don't know what the regulation is going to be up there i don't know how many guys are going to run cameras i don't know you know this year will be the telltale sign of that but there'll be deer slipping through the cracks so there's going to be deer to hunt on the strip that people don't know about similar to what it was pre-2008 2007 where you could go up there pick a spot draw a 20 mile circle and there might be a 300 inch deer in there that nobody knows about or there might be a 180 deer is the biggest deer in there you just don't know and if it gets back to that i think uh there's some excitement at least for me to go up there and have some mystery back in the hunt
0: let's talk about that a little bit um do you believe that over time say a five-year time without having trail cameras do you think the age class will be higher or lower than it is right now
1: i think it's going to be about the same but there's going to be older there's going to be some older deer that middle of the road is going to you know i think continuously get get hit But there's going to be some of those deer that slip through the crash because, you know, I mean, I think everybody can agree that a 220 deer that hits camera right now is going to get targeted pretty heavy. And if he's if he's not on camera, you know, there's nobody to target him except for the guys that are up there all the time that know about him. So do I I, I think there's going to be a lot of 175 to 195 type deer killed with the occasional deer, you know, getting in. You know, the the handful there are going to break that 200-inch number every year with with a couple big ones. But there's going to be deer that's going to slip through the crack, and we're going to see, you know, some of these deer hitting that 250, 260, 270, 280 mark again that we don't see anymore.
0: Do you think that the hunting itself, the experience of hunting in the next couple of years on the strip will be better or worse than it's been? It will be
1: 100% better. Wow. Um, because hopefully, it, the way it works up there right now, there's certain guys that like to hunt certain certain places, and that's that's me, that's the Bundys, that's you know Tory, that's that that's pretty much anybody up there, it, you know. But with cameras, we can go like, hey, we got this buck over here. So eighty-five people show up there the morning. Second morning after that buck's dead, there's sixty-five people that show up at this buck. You know, that's not going to happen anymore. So. I think you're going to be able to go up there in three to five years, pick yourself a spot, and there could be a deer or five that got overlooked because it hadn't been hunted. Um, You know, I think there'll be some flying around to identify some deer. Uh, Anybody with the statewide tags won't be able to do that, obviously, because they've got statewide tag holders in their pocket where they can't fly during a season. Um, But I think it's going to spread people out.
0: Okay. Do you think, even though cameras have been outlawed and banned, do you will it surprise you to go up on the strip this year and still see cameras? Do you, in other no. words, in other words, do you think there's going to be some people that are not playing by the rules?
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. There's there's cameras up there right now. Okay.
0: Yeah. There's cameras up there right now,
1: and and you know, time will tell what what'll happen there. Um, one of the big things that you're not going to do now that you did last year is go up there and, you know, I would, I would leave on a, whatever, a Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd start driving, you know, a circle basically for cameras and I could hit 40 cameras in a day or 35 cameras in a day, depending on where you're at. Well, now I'm not going to be doing that because I'm not driving to 35 or 40 drinkers in a day. So I I don't know who's going to manage that. And I don't know who's going to check that many drinkers. The only reason to drive around, you know, 2,000 miles in three days checking cameras is, is to check, you know, checking waters is to check cameras. Right. So now your time is going to be spent spotlighting, uh, middle of the night, and it's going to be spent mornings and evenings at that prime glassing time. And, and that's it. And, and you know what it's like glassing. I mean, some of that country is really tough to glass. Yeah, you can know some that
0: of, they're there and you still don't see them for three or four days or a week or never see them at all. And they're right 100%. there. 100%.
1: Hundred percent. So if you've got a glass and knob and you get up there and you glass, well you might not see a big deer. Well, are you gonna go back? How many days are you gonna spend there till you do see a big deer? That's gonna be the big question, I think, and, and that's what I'm really excited for is there's only so much time an outfitter even is gonna be able to spend up there scouting to make to make any kind of money whatsoever. Um, you know, is he gonna put thirty days in on glassing knobs? Is he gonna put forty-five days in? Is he gonna put three days in? Um, how many days are you going to spend driving and spotlighting? and how many days are you going to spend glassing? um, it's going to, it's going to boil down to a money thing where there's only so much time you have in a day and, and how much, how much you can put into a guided hunt before you're, you're losing a lot of money.
0: Sure. Understood.
1: Um, where, ca- where cameras were the opposite, right? So you could drive, you could, you could spend five days setting all your cameras or six days setting all your cameras, go back in a month and a half, run all your cameras in another five days, go back, you know, a month and a half later, run them all again. Well, you just had 10 or 15 days in on cameras, and you basically got a 90% inventory on the unit.
0: Sure. It's going to eliminate that um, for sure, and it's going to bring some of the old-school tactics back in. Um, I've got to think it's going to spread people out a little bit. Like you said, I mean, they would – you know, every outfitter would, there'd be 85 people on one buck and then that buck gets killed. So they, you know, all move to the number two buck and then that gets, you know, so it's going to eliminate some of that. I do agree with that for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, in the strips, a big, big place and there's deer in about 95% of it or 90% of it. So there's going to be some deer down in some of that desert country that, get really, really big. Um, cause a lot of people hunt the same stuff. And and the only reason they were getting killed before is because there's a picture of
0: them. What do you think about the tag reductions? How, how's that going to play into your three to five year? You know, it's going to get pretty good. <clears throat> you know,
1: I, I really wish they would have cut them more. Um, you know, 13B went down to 65 tags, 13A, 35 tags, you know, some of the archery hunts got cut. Kaibab got cut juniors are down to 25 doe tags compared to you know what five years ago we were at i don't know 700 800 tags (laughs) something like that yeah um the deer are decimated right now i mean they are i hate to you know like i said i hate to be the bearer of bad news but you know this drought we're in the fawn survival rate has been terrible um people have gotten very effective and in success rate and killing stuff um i i i i I I guess what I'm hoping for is good monsoons to where these deer have a chance to hide in the grass and and can survive and we get some decent fawn recruitment back and the numbers start coming back. And and maybe that'll take cutting more tags, which I don't think would be a bad idea dropping that 13 B to 40 tags. Um, I, I, I think that would help out quite a bit, but you know, the hunting experience, another, another aspect of it, you know, it's a better hunt yeah um you know you take out 20 30 tags out of each one of those hunts and you that's a lot less people when everybody brings three to five guys a piece up there
0: sure it adds up i mean every every five to ten you know five ten fifteen twenty tags that get cut is another you know three to five person per camp so i mean that adds up to hundreds of people less people uh 100 for sure uh and if you look at if if you
1: look at that 12a west stuff i mean that late hunt's down to fifty tags. That's that is nothing compared to what it used to be. It was at a hundred, um, wasn't it? It was. It was one hundred and fifty. It was up to three hundred years ago. Um, so fifty tags. I mean, that's nothing in that twelve A West country. What do you think yeah, about I mean, the
0: quality in twelve A West? Um, you know, do you think it's increasing or decreasing? Do you think the the you know the age class and the and the quality of bucks are getting better?
1: i think it's about the same i you know several years ago maybe talking to you i i thought it was going to be coming up and coming up and coming up and getting better i think it has gotten a little bit better um not still not back to the heyday but there's some great bucks in there i mean we we didn't well i had a guy in 12b west on that that late hunt last year that i hunted we didn't kill a buck but uh we had three bucks that were i mean unbelievable deer probably 195 typical and then 2 bucks over 200 one the one was probably over 220 um all three of those bucks made it through we just never got a good shot at any any of them so um never made it happen but there's some great great deer on the kaibab um and again with with the surprise that should come from no cameras if people follow the rules, I, I think that'll be exciting. I mean, I you know the auction buck comes off the kibab last year um, and the year before. Uh, I, I, you know that's going to happen more and more. So the the the, the genes are on the kibab, They've just got you know like anywhere. They've got to have the feed and they've got to have uh, age. Those are the two things. Sure, but the you know the strip. And, and the Kaibab, for that matter, both of those are going to produce a four-year-old deer that's going to hit 220, 230 every year. Um, he's going to live in the right spot. He's going to have the right genetics. He's going to blow up from three to four, um, and there, there's going to be a big buck. But guys that go, you know, guys that draw that tag this year that, that oh, you're going to think they're going to kill 200-inch-plus deer. I mean, it's just not going to happen.
0: What else? With the cameras being gone, are there any other units? Obviously, not to the caliber of the Kaibab, but do you think there'll be any other units that kind of surfaces, kind of sleeper units for you know, 180, maybe 190 inch type, maybe even better bucks? Um, I mean, like a 10, or you know, do you see you see anything out there that's? I mean, there's that caliber of buck I think in about every
1: unit. You know, I mean, I see him in five B, I see him in seven, I see him in nine, I see him in ten, the eighteens, the seventeens. I, it's going to be a real interesting year, and and what surfaces from it, I I don't know. Um, I expect this OTC stuff with the uh, the quotas on the deer. I mean, that's just time going to tell us if hey, is there going to be any December hunting going on, any January hunting going on, or is it just uh, is it going to end in August? I mean, I I don't know. I would think the desert units will be open in the winter because most of those guys drive up to Flagstaff or White Mountains and and get in the pine trees and and do their hunting, you know, in the cooler weather in August. So, I I, I don't know. I mean, three A three C is always going to Produce some great, great bucks. Twenty three is going to produce some great bucks. Um, like I said, ten, eight, nine, seven, five B. Uh, they're all going to produce big bucks every year. It's just, you know, your odds are a lot slimmer in those units than they are on, say, the north rim of killing a big deer for sure.
0: Yeah, man, it's always I, I, go ahead. It's always great talking to you. Um, what what about elk for you this year? You got any big plans or any any tags you drawn or anything?
1: No, we didn't draw any tags. I'll be out um, on an early rifle bull hunt and doing a couple things, but not too much. I'm I'm kind of staying away from the elk stuff. So uh, I'll be out with an old client and uh, on an early rifle bull hunt, and then uh, a couple buddies with some archery elk tags. But other than that, I'm I'm probably going to stay away from
0: it. You've been pretty busy with real estate. It's kind of a passion of yours that's kind of uh, come to fruition, hasn't it? It has. It's
1: it's probably one of the best moves I've done, um, both financially and freedom-wise. Normally, I'd already be, you know, got 15 days in on the strip by myself in the heat, and now I can sit in AC and and uh talk to you <laughs> so it's you know it's it was a really good move i got in i know a lot of people in flagstaff so you know it it obviously helped me out word of mouth and and uh referral based and you know with with some rentals that i have and uh looking looking forward to just keep moving forward with it and then be real selective on what i'm doing for hunts
0: awesome man well, it's always yeah. great getting your perspective, and I wish you the best of success. I want to give you a chance to let people know how they could reach out to you, or how they could follow along, and, and I'll link it up in the show notes as well.
1: You bet. Yeah, so you can follow me at uh, Bond Trophy Outfitters um, on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, my phone number, you can give me a call on that, 928 637 8378. If you got any questions on, on real estate or hunting or whatever, Uh, best of luck to you this year
0: awesome man well god bless thanks for coming on and sharing with us and i'll see you down the road okay
1: all right thanks jake all right buddy Bye. bye